Marilyn. Brian. Now let's, <laughs> let's get back to talking about the devil. Let's do it. <laughs> let's get so back do you to like talking. My, do you like my, my dark world oh, shirt? Oh, yeah. My demonology shirt. Oh, nice. You did do an outfit change. <laughs> <laughs> so here we here are. We, we have kind of a short one. Yep. And it's on demonology. Yep. Wow. Everyone's favorite subject. People who are very spiritual, they just love to talk about demonology. That's right. Because it's but, so know, fun. It's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like when we were doing reincarnation and karma, we're like, this is uh this is not easy to like go through <laughs> this, but it's uh but it was interesting, it was fun, and you, we learned a lot, and hopefully others did too. And with demonology, it's just one of those things where, hey, man, if we're going to be armed and have discernment and ability to see what's in front of our face, because a lot of times with demons, they're not just straight up like, okay, here I am, I'm a demon. It's, they can be seductive. They can be manipulative, they can be charming. And so how are we going to be able to see through that and know what we're dealing with? So you wrote a book about it. Demonology and Overview. And here it is. Ooh, that's a cool cover. That's right. You have to put St. Michael on a cover about demonology just to protect yourself from the book itself. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me, tell me more about Archangel Michael then being on the cover. Well, you know, St. Michael is the guy who protects us from the demons, you know, St. Michael, the Archangel, protect us in battle, be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him. We, we humbly pray. And so he's the guy. Thick um, book. And so you, it wrote, is. you wrote an outline, you know, so an overview of the overview. Yeah. Yeah, the book goes into a great more detail than we will. And that's just kind of the nature of the beast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the... Dun, dun, dun. But, you know, in the book, you're going to get a lot more of these insights from these ancient texts that are quoted on these different types of demonic entities. And one of the differences in demonology versus angelology, we're going to go through a couple of hierarchies uh, the hierarchy of demons according to Abramelin the sage, and then the hierarchy according to Colin de Plancy. And Colin de Plancy's is a little more in-depth than Abramelin the sage. And those will give us, you know, hierarchy that's similar to angelology. But then we're just going to kind of go over some of these demons that are kind of important for us to know about, the ones that we deal with on a regular basis. So it's a little bit less, not as organized of a system, in the lower realms in the sense of like you see in the angelology colin de plancy has a pretty nice little laid out system for us that gives us a really good overview but then then we're going to focus on some of the ones that basically you know we deal with and you know we deal with that most people run into in life you know and so maybe they're related to the seven deadly sins perhaps some of them are, and some of, some of them are, you know, related to other things that just come along, you know. And so, you know, Bremelin the Sage, 
not someone I recommend people go out and get his writings because his work is used by black magicians. And so, you know, don't go out and buy his books, but he does provide us with a hierarchy of demons. That's helpful. You should call it a lowarchy. A lowarchy. A lowarchy of the demons. I like that. <laughs> and he starts out with the four princes being Lucifer, Satan, Leviathan, and Belial. And we'll go into more detail about that in just a minute. And then the eight sub princes are Astaroth, Barias, Maggot, <laughs> Payman, Asmodeus, Ariton, Beelzebub, and Amaman. Amaman. We're going to go more into some of these guys, but I, I do want to again bring up Asmodeus because Asmodeus is a demon who's very active in the world today, likes to destroy families and very busy, busy de demon. And mm. so here, that's how simple it is with Abramelin the Sage. It's that simple of a lowarchy. So Colin de Plancy's lowarchy is a little bit bigger, a little bit longer, but here we go. So in, in his hierarchy of demons, you have princes and dignitaries, and it starts with Beelzebub as the supreme head of the infernal empire and the founder of the order of the fly. Satan, the dethroned prince, leader of the opposition. Uranome, prince of death, grand cross of the order of the fly. Moloch, Prince of the Land of Tears, Grand Cross of the Order. Pluto, Prince of Fire, Burning Countries, <laughs> Governor General, Grand Cross of the Order. Sounds like a lovely, lovely little mm. uh, reptilian gentleman. Mm -hmm. Then there's Pan, the Prince Incubi, Lilith, the Succubus Princess, Leonard, the Grand Master of Sabbaths, the Knight of the Fly. Balbareth, the high priest, master of alliances. Proserpine, Archidiabless, sovereign princess of evil spirits. Then we go into ministries. So then we have Adramalek, the grand chancellor, grand cross of the order of the fly. Then there's Astaroth, grand treasurer, knight of the fly. Nergal, chief of the secret police. Then there's Baal, commander-in-chief of the armies of hell, Grand Cross of the Order of the Fly. Some of you might recognize that name, Baal, from the Old Testament. That was one of the gods that a lot of the pagans in the Old Testament would set up their altars to. They you know, worshipped offerings to Baal. And you remember that the uh, Old Testament prophets had to take down Baal back in those days. And there's Leviathan, the Lord High Admirable, I mean, Admiral, Knight of the Fly. And then there's Ambassadors. We have Belphegor, Ambassador to France, Mammon, Ambassador to England, Belial, Ambassador to Italy, Rimmon, Ambassador to Russia, Thamuz, ambassador in Spain, Hutgen, ambassador in Turkey, and Martinet, ambassador to Switzerland. It doesn't seem to cover all locations, but that's what we've got. 
And under justice, he has Lucifer as the chief justice of the night of the fly. And Alistor is an executioner. And in the house of princes, we have Vertolet, who is a master of ceremonies, the sucker Benoth, the chief eunuch of Seraglio, Shamuz, the grand chamberlain, a knight of the fly, Malcolm, a paymaster, Nisroch, head of the kitchen, Behemoth, cup bearer, Dagon, chief baker, Molin, first night room, and then there's actually a, a group called the Pleasures, and that's Cobalt is the director of entertainment, Asmodeus is the superintendent of gaming, Nibus is the large paradis, and the Antichrist conjurer and necromancer is in that grouping as well. And then in the order of the fly, we have decoration instituted by Beelzebub called Lord of the Flies to honor the principal dignitaries of the court infernal, Beelzebub being the ruler of the empire. Leviathan is a knight of the order and a Dramalek large cross. And the order of demons, Catholic theologians with nine orders of good angels identify the same number of orders for demons. So they have the Sudathai as false gods seeking to be worshipped. And so Sudathai are the ones who come as false gods. The spirits of lies that inspire Pythonists is what it says. Basically inspire lies. The vessels of wrath and iniquity which direct the mind of the sophists, philosophers, and angry the avengers of crimes, that Asmodeus is the chief, seducers which Satan presides over, the powers of the air which control storms, lightning, and direct and spread plagues, exterminators who sow hatred, discord, and war, the slanderous headed by Astaroth, and the demons of greed follow Mammon. And then we have Satan, the apostate angel, also known as the adversary, prince of this world and prince of the air. So basically, it seems to me with demons, there's a lowarchy, but ultimately the goal is just to try to fight against God, bring down God, like go against God, show, hey, God, you know, I can do my own thing. I mean, what's the deal? Well, they're going to they're going to go after all goodness in the world. So they're going to go after goodness. They're going to go after truth. So whereas they will contradict all virtue, so they will contradict all virtue with vice. They will contradict truth with falsehood. They will contradict union with disunion. They will contradict peace with war. They will contradict purity with impurity. They will contradict temperance with passion. They will contradict kindness with anger and wrath. 
they you see how that plays out i so do whatever. i just wonder how it got to that i know so lucifer was cast out of heaven right mm-hmm. and like hey man you're gone and so lucifer is just like well i'm gonna be man for eternity and be and be a general and just get all these other demons together and we're just gonna raise havoc you'll see and that he's just got to get over it man well what you the main thing you have to understand about um satan is that he hates he hates god loves satan hates and so what 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 god builds satan wants to destroy and what is good satan wishes to be made into evil so all terrestrial planets throughout the infinite uh in uh i was gonna say infinite universes all have this kind of mortal battle going on i'm i wouldn't i wouldn't say that because i don't know that for sure i do know we have it here you Mm. know what i mean so i don't know for sure if that's the nature of what the purpose we know that's the purpose of this one okay and that's <laughs> all know? that that's all that matters for what we're talking about but i just right. i just wonder you know when we talk about your journeys out of the body and you go to different places mm-hmm. and if it's just that's the case everywhere you go um I, I don't know that i would be able to say that for sure you know yeah sure okay that was a little whatever that's just like okay. me going what What's going on? <laughs> All right, yeah, so please continue. Yeah, so yeah, so with, with Satan, you have Satan wanted to be like God, and he thought that he was like God, and he was angry that he was not going to be allowed to be basically on the same level as God. He didn't want to be obedient, he didn't want to stand in a second, third, or fourth position to God. He felt that he, you know, because God had given him, he was an archangel. He was Lucifer, son of the morning star. He was a beautiful angel, you know, embodied with beautiful aspects, but it wasn't enough. He wanted to be God, but you can't be God. If you're a creature, if you are a creation, you were created. We are all created. And see, one of the things that I think is very helpful for people to realize when they get into that confusion over, you know, some of the doctrines they get caught up in, you know, about, well, aren't we just all gods? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, were you created? Um, yeah. Okay. Well then no, you're not a God. <laughs> you were created by something and that would be God. And so God as creator, nothing other than another creator which of which we don't know of any would stand as an equal and lucifer in rebelling against that saying no i have to be equal with god do you see the rebellion in that and how mm-hmm. he had to be cast out of heaven he immediately became incompatible to that vibration and he became compatible only with the place that was created for him, which was where the lakes of fire in this horrible, nasty place that's called hell now, mm. which is because of what he became compatible to, which was his own self-aggrandizement. Okay, that makes more sense now. 
it's just like us, for instance, when we uh, pass over and we go to where we're compatible in the lower realms, and then that's where our consciousness is. That's where our thoughts are, our feelings, that same low vibration. So when Satan, Lucifer, Satan and Lucifer are the same? Well, Lucifer was his name when he was an, a guardian, when he was his, a, an archangel, and he became Satan after the fall. So then what happened to Satan, just like us, he went to the place where he was compatible with so much hate. And so he's just in that. Yes. Right. And so it's not like, oh, yeah, I just got to like get over it and be cool with God. No, because he's like, he's down. He's like this. Like, oh, right. And he's and he keeps getting more and more. I don't know how much karma you can get when you're at that level doing the kind of stuff. Well, that and when you're at that level. And this is what's important about demonology. You're beyond karma at this point. You're not dealing with karma anymore. You're dealing with pure evil. So when we're talking about the demonic realms and the demonic hierarchies, we're dealing with pure evil. So it's not karma. These guys don't have karma. They've made a choice for pure evil. Mm. And that's a very different thing. It's just a very different thing. It's a it's an actual choice of the soul where you go to another place. Is there no coming back for anyone that chooses evil once they go to that place? Is it? Um, I wouldn't say that. I think that there is a way back, but once you become a demon or something like that, I think that it's questionable. I don't know. Right. I don't know the answer. You've talked about the second death. But even that is a little bit nebulous probably to you, right? Because you weren't really meant to know what that means exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are mysteries still to be revealed if, if and when they are to be revealed to us because we, we're still uh, very limited human beings. And so what's revealed is revealed. What's not revealed remains unrevealed. So I know that I have been allowed to go into purgatories and hell realms and assist souls who are working towards going higher, but I haven't seen that happen for demons. So I think that that's a separate question. So I think that when you're talking about demons, it's different. And when you come face to face with demons, it's very different because they are pure evil. And they're terrifying. And you know that when you are battling a demon, because, you know, let's go back to the quote that we talked about in angelology, which is, you know, this is a battle of principalities and powers of good and evil. It wouldn't be a battle unless you could lose. You know when you're there that you can lose. You know that you can get crushed and you know that you might fail and that things could go very badly for you. There's no question. There is a great deal of terror. This is not like, oh, you know, well, God's on my side. Everything's wonderful. It's not like that. It's utter and complete terror because you know you might not win. You might not be able to pull it off and you might get crushed. You're dealing with pure, pure, unadulterated evil. And that is a substance. 
that is something. It's, it's not the same thing as, you know, someone's just making a dumb choice. There's no reasoning with pure evil. There is no reasoning with pure evil, but there is also something else. You have to go back to understanding what pure evil is. It's pure evil does harm to people or to others because it enjoys it. It likes to. Mm. It gains pleasure from doing evil. It's not doing it because it's stupid. Right. When, I've, when I come face to face with evil, those demons would take no, they would take so much pleasure in, you know, making sure that my demise was complete. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is not about, this is, this is a true battle that I can lose, I can be squashed. These demons have no intention of losing. Mm -hmm. And it would, nothing would give them more pleasure than to utterly destroy me every single time. And that is how it happens for others as well. Many of our readers, you know, write to me when they're going through this spiritual warfare. And, you know, they're pretty blown away and shocked when it starts happening. It's very unnerving to people because to deal with the pure, unadulterated evil is shocking to most when it first comes into their periphery and they have to face it. So it makes me think when you say that they enjoy it, right? Mm -hmm. And so whether it's like they want to hurt children or they want to bring a soul down or whatever it is they like it but i wonder if from your experience or what you know about demons if they're as passionate about their evil as good people are about doing good yes so there and are. you know how sometimes there's people that are fighting against each other mm -hmm. and one person might be wrong and one might be right but they both equally think they're right so I wonder if the demons too think that they're right. You know, I'm I'm doing the right thing, and this is great. Or they don't even know any different. Just that that's no. who they are. No, they don't. They don't think they're doing the right thing. They know they're evil. They mm -hmm. like it that way. They've chosen it. They embrace it in every nook and cranny of their being. They want to cause harm. They want to destroy. Wow. They want to take things down. They want to take God down. It would give them great pleasure to destroy everything good that God has created in this world by taking down humankind because we're that stupid that we literally would let them do it. And it's hard. Think, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and, you know, that we literally are kind of that stupid we easily get led astray as a societies as the world we are very easy as the human species and the demons do think it's funny <laughs> how easy we are well for one it's very, very easy to take down okay it's very difficult for us to imagine that anyone can be evil like that you know we think of our grandma or, you know, our grandpa and sweet people. And how can they ever imagine that someone could be just pure evil and like 
and love that kind of darkness. It's so foreign. It's like, what? That doesn't exist. Or that can't be. It's hard. Well, the reality is, is that there are human beings where that is true, where that does exist. But there is the principalities and powers where this is actually what they are. This is exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. And they will do everything in their power to destroy you and those you love. And they will come at you from every corner that they can come from. They can they fail in one direction, they will find another. If they fail in that direction, they will find another. And they will not stop. They'll try to hook that, you forever, your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are very, very, very fine with their Tenacious. agenda. <laughs> Tenacious. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's very profound the way that you described that kind of darkness. And so they, the darkness in trying to get their hooks into people, that's basically just some of the demons that we're going to be talking about. That's basically just their goal is to find a way to take somebody down, pull them down. Yeah. And then to take families down and then to take little systems down, communities then to take societies down, then to take down entire countries, then to take down entire groups of countries, and then the entire world. Mm-hmm. What do you think happened in World War II? What was that about? You know, what do we see happening when you have something like that happening? When we're talking about these groups, and these different individual lowarchies of demons. Do we speak of like who the generals are in taking down realms, worlds, countries, societies? I know you talked about bringing down the family, Asmodeus. So Asmodeus likes to take down the family. And if you can break down the family, it's a lot easier to break down a country if you can get rid of the, the family. Yeah, because the family is the most basic element of society. So you start with getting rid of the family and then you start with smaller groupings within the society and then you continue. That's, that's how, that's how you uh, do it. And it'd probably be pretty easy to look at the different demons and see which ones would be most used in taking down a world or creating a world war like world war two or something mm-hmm. so can we talk can we get more into that like some more of your lower keys yeah we can go into some of these demons and then we can talk about it one thing i did here was i just included the prayer to saint michael before we go into the individual demons just because they don't deserve our energy and time so we just want to start it out with a prayer to saint michael so in the name of the father son and holy spirit saint michael the archangel defend us in the day of battle Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of Almighty God, cast into hell Satan and all the other evil spirits who prowl throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. 